This episode of The House Glow is brought to you by Fun.com. Fun.com, the best place on the web to find officially licensed gifts, clothing, costumes, toys, and more. Fun.com also offers a variety of exclusive products they make themselves, and you won't find them anywhere else. Search great brands like Star Wars, Marvel, DC, Ghostbusters, Back to the Future, Care Bears, and many more. Click the Fun.com link in today's show notes and see the latest products, and also save 10% site-wide through August 7th of 2021. Your savings are automatically added to your cart, so just click the link and go have some fun shopping. Fun.com, your go-to destination for exciting and unique gifts. So you might as well outfit your wolf pack, because these savings will only last for a short time. They won't be for life. is a presentation of the Retro Network. The House Show. For over one year, the revolutionary force in retro sports entertainment podcasts. This one goes out to all the gorgeous ladies. The Retro Network, The House Show Podcast, and Fabergé Organics Shampoo proudly presents to you this detour on the path through the decade of decadence. As we turn the house show into the house glow. Now let's welcome to the stage your trio's tag team champions. The Mass Library, Kevin Hellions. The Educator of Excellence, and Sweet Maddie Treats. Now strap on your spandex glittering thongs, because there ain't no business like glow business. Hello everyone, welcome to today's edition of The House Show. For now, the last edition of The House Show. Going on hiatus after this one. It is me, your host, the the opening host for all previous episodes, Maddie Treats. No, no. This is Kevin today. But I'm not by myself, even though Maddie's taking a little vacation, even though the educator is on his yacht. With me, as always, to my right, is Mrs. Hellions. Elise is here for the final episodes of Glow. I'm on your left. <laughs> See, so Matt would always say educators on his right and then I'm on his left. And me being, I know because I listen. Right. Me being left handed, I was always like, alright, I'm on left and all. But I think I'm on his left because he doesn't think I do anything right. Waka waka. 
really, if I if I do a silly over the top dad joke like that, I should end it with. <laughs> oh God, you've traumatized me. By the way, like straight up traumatized me. <laughs> All right, so so before we get to glow, for those of you that didn't listen to the hot tag on this feed and the last hot tag on this feed too, as Helene's talks will be starting next week on Thursdays. But for those of you that didn't listen. Uh, Maddie and Educator have commitments for the summer. There were three episodes of Glow remaining on Tubi and on Pluto. I really wanted to finish it, and you were gracious enough and loving enough to say, hey, I'll watch that with you. And took extensive notes. Yeah, I got like... I And I, I debated looking through. I seriously it's debated, like but I wanted, I wanted to be surprised. Want to be surprised by all this. So I have no idea what your notes are going to be, much like I never know what oh, made an educator. I, I has. think you have some guesses. I have some guesses. <laughs> so to do it like uh, uh, like our previous run through, uh, do you have any stories for the week? Any adventures? Because we always play, as you know, for having listened to all the shows, we always play catch up at the start of the show. Like I can talk about my personal life. Mm-hmm. We always do catch up at the Like start. how I was working customer service at an undisclosed grocery store tonight. And someone called and asked, they, this, this woman called, she says, so I need to cash a check. And I know I have to have ID, but I don't. But I have a picture of my ID. Can I just use that? And by the grace of God alone, I did not respond with, oh, yeah, totally. Um, just when we do that, we pay you out in pictures of money. It's, it's that you get it all the time that drives me insane. It's. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. um, Maddie, as we know, uh, is a retail manager and has to deal with a lot of ridiculousness like that. Um, I don't know when, whenever we actually see each other, but Adam from Matt Odds has tons of stories from his uh, importer-exporter business. I'll, I'll explain what that is to you, Lafayre. <laughs> <laughs> but he has tons of stories as well. God knows I have enough stories from when I was there too it, it's fun yeah work in retail just really brings the dumb people out for for employees or for customers I said what I said <laughs> <Nope. laughs> <laughs> alright so getting into the action tonight we watched three episodes of glow on the on last week's episode the run for the rubies tournament finally ended Cheyenne chair became our new glow champion and this is episodes 1, 2, and 24 of her reign. Correct. I have no idea why they skipped. I have no idea why they did 1, 2, skip a few. Um, Babe has the rights to this now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, she didn't when that was, was first going, but she does now. I'm thinking between... Um, have you ever seen the... the giant VHS-like tapes that they used to send TV stations back in the day for stuff like this? I'm gonna go with no. Like, double the size of a VHS tape, and that was all okay. stuff, and they would pop it in, so all the stations would get it. I'm guessing that, like, this is what they had access to for master copies that still remain. Oh, so it's like lost <laughs> episodes of Doctor Who. Kind of, but a lot of it's on YouTube. But I'm guessing this is what they could get the legal rights to and get the masters to. Gotcha. Because, like, season one and two, we found stuff on YouTube, and some of it still has the original commercials, so it's been interesting. All right. <clears throat> so we start the show, Cheyenne Shares Rain Part 1, with the new Glow Commissioner, 
gives a state of our union for GLOW. This was a shock on the last episode being introduced to the new GLOW commissioner because he was the referee for the previous however many episodes we watched, and suddenly he's the commissioner. It's so weird, because I had no idea. Like, no. he said he was new, but I didn't know that that was a big shake-up. Yeah. Uh, he gets pie in the face, which is a Glow classic. Uh, question. Get... Mm-hmm. Did people actually call Glow a burlesque show? Because he says they do. Yes. So, you being a little younger than I am, um, and you're older than treats, aren't you? Yeah. Yes. Not dramatically. No, no, no. You're closer to his age than my age, yes. though. <laughs> um... Glow got brought on to, like, the Phil Donahue show, Sally Jesse Raphael, the the classic late 80s, you know, morning talk show stuff, and that was one of the things, it's wrestling and burlesque, and, oh, it's trashy, and children are watching this, and also, who will think of the children, this is the downfall of society, all that crap that just got people to tune into it, Mm -hmm. you know, And and some of those clips are still on YouTube as well. So we get a match rundown taking place at the Riviera Hotel in Las Vegas. There are actually new clips for older listeners here. There are actually new clips in the match rundown uh, because previously it's the same clips as they announced the matches. This is all new. We have Tiffany's Glow Gossip with a brand new set for Tiffany. And then we have the same rap, but instead of showing close-up of the girls, we have little stars coming down for the girls there on the show. We're just, we're just we're gonna... gonna we're, we, we pause, you know from oh. listening to the show. Oh, right, right. Uh, <laughs> we the pa- format. We pa- no, I there's only we two. There's only two of them on the show. It's not formats. It's two. <laughs> I hate you. So, we pause there. Is there anything from the initial stuff. What are your reactions here? I, I already have a feeling for some. Alright, so uh, the Hollywood fucking squaws? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. Language not good? No, no. <laughs> we can get away with like one. It's kind of like a PG... Alright, well I just used our one. It's, it's so... like a PG-13 movie. You get one. Uh, yeah, but like was that okay then? Because I feel like I grew up with that already not being okay. Was this in reference to Cheyenne Cher? Yes. Okay. Cheyenne Cher is Native American. Okay, so she can make that joke. Yes. When she first came out, she came out with Vicky Victory as one of the cheerleaders in a cheerleader outfit, same as Vicky Victory, and then later on as in her blue outfit as the Indian princess. And throughout the first match we saw, we they keep calling her the Indian. Yeah, and that chafed too, but like... I don't know. Some blonde girl with a horrible giggle making the joke? Mm, didn't land well. No. We didn't make it five minutes into this before we had a looks really bad in 2021 moment for me. And, and the Cheyenne Share stuff, at first we were like, whoa, because they made Geronimo jokes, reservation jokes, tomahawk jokes. And she would say some of it to him like, are you comfortable with what you're saying? Or is this like, this is my paycheck? Do we know how much is scripted for any of this? For no. Them? We, so, because that's my other question. Like, are you writing this yourself, Tiffany? Or is someone Oh, no, so she's definitely okay. not. No. I'm positive she's not. So the announcer, Motor Mike, Motormouth Mike Morgan, whatever heck his name is, he has done interviews since saying he was told what to say because we hated some of the stuff he would say about some of the girls. 
And then he has said later on, like, listen, this is what they told me to say. It was my paycheck. I said what I was told to say. Fine. Mm-hmm. Tiffany, not a doubt in my mind, she sits down. They record, like, 20 of these in one day. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Here, here's what you're saying next. Here's what you're saying next. And it's also, like, it's not even heels versus faces for it. I, they all just say nasty things about each other. Yeah, and usually it's what I'm accustomed to. Very easy to tell who's a heel and who's a face. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't for a lot of them because basically the only commentary would be about people's weight. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I guess if you're not skinny or, well, not, like, anorexic-looking skinny, I mm-hmm. guess, then you're a heel? Like, I, I was lo- really well, unclear with a lot of them. Well, because, like, here's one that got us. Tiffany is a face. Okay, uh, that's literally one of my questions. Like, I... She should not be a face. No, they felt like absolute heels mm-hmm. to me. Roxy, maybe, because Roxy teams up with her yeah. a lot. Um, Roxy, sure, but Tiffany has total rich bitch attitude. Yeah. She should be total rich snob, gimme, it, gimme, it gimme. It seemed like the 80s version of the beautiful people to me mm-hmm. from TNA. She absolutely should have been a heel, and we, uh, from day one, are like, why is she a face? Makes zero sense. Um, with the the Cheyenne Share stuff, initially we were shocked by it, and then as the weight jokes get worse and worse, we're like the Cheyenne Share stuff was nothing in comparison. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> For our first match, the aforementioned Tiffany Mellon. Sorry, yeah, no, she is Tiffany Mellon now. You, you don't know. Okay. Tiffany, I do know. I listened. <laughs> Tiffany had a post-glow career and had to change her name to Tiffany Million. But she still had the melons on display. Oh. Post-career. Mm. Yeah. So we have used the names interchangeably a little bit. So Tiffany Mellon teams up with Roxy. Roxy. Aster. Versus MTV and Hollywood. Why did I think they said Royal Aster? There, well, also, did you have subtitles on? Yes. Subtitles are terrible. Okay. I mean, I did notice that, but it, I was early on, so I was mm. just taking things at face value, so. No, subtitles are horrible for it. I did, I did notice that. They're amusing, but they're terrible for it. So that could be part of it. Um, I can run down, much like Educator did. If you if you want to switch places, pretty much, as you know, Educator would run down the match, and then I would add my witty banter. If you want, I can. I will run let down you stuff. run down the match first, and then you will add your witty banter. Uh, it, it, I'll add what I have to add. It is an and all, hopefully you'll all be entertained. It is an all hot tag show. So, for my notes, wait, you got you got to do the clap, hot tag Italians. You guys say. It. Wait, what? Hot tag Hellions. Hot tag Hellions. <laughs> I'm nailing this, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. From my notes. What's wrong with Tiffany? Jeeves has disappeared. They come out on a motorcycle. They deface the pillar. Quote, what is this vulgar display of trash? It's Jeeves! Tiffany passes out. His name is now Blaze. Tiffany screams, I'm not hysterical. Tiffany clotheslines Blaze and the action starts. Blaze holds on to Tiffany's hair. Uh, Robbie? Rob- Rowboat by the heels. Sorry, sometimes I can't read my own name. 
<laughs> Rowboat maneuver by the heels. Tiffany puts MTV through a table. Roxy puts Hollywood into the pillar. Tiffany puts MTV into the other one. And the referee calls for the double count out. So right off the bat, <laughs> I'm going into this thinking, okay, you know, like, I know it's going to be 80s. I know there's going to be some offensive stuff. But at least maybe we can pass the Bechdel test. Because there's no way they can fight over guys. Because there's You're no guys. Bringing the Bechdel test into we, glow. First match, right out the window. I was like, oh, okay, good to know that, like, even in a all female wrestling, we can still find a way to make it about men. Here's the thing: Jeeves has barely been a thing. Barely been a thing. It's like, just like right out the gate for me. I was like, okay. Tiffany like, to the ring with Jeeves, and he disappears. Some expectations, Elise. <laughs> Um, and also, I love that we're calling women hysterical, like, right in with it. Just, thanks, guys. Keep going. <laughs> okay. So, Tiffany being, uh, saying, I'm not hysterical, though, one, is kind of funny for it. Like, clearly she's being hysterical by not saying it. But also reinforces the, she should have been the heel. Yeah. Her butler, her servant, is finding himself, finding his true identity, and she's trying to rip that away from him. She's a healing. Yeah. Drives me insane. Um, but one thing I will say is that um, all of the sexist, racist, just like mixed in with these totally inane little jokes that are totally harmless, really lowered my expectations such that when they actually started wrestling and could actually wrestle, that caught me off guard. Was it this match or a later match that someone was actually wrestling? You're like, was, oh, actually wrestling. There was things, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm, I apparently didn't write them in my notes, so there's, yeah, there's useless here, but... No, there's a couple of women that we have said repeatedly, imagine if NXT was a thing then, and they could have started in a glow the raw potential is shown, and then hey, come over here and let's really train you. Yeah. There's a couple that could have actually been something. And I also have a question for you directly. A okay. personal question. Okay. Were you old enough to write these jokes for them back then? <laughs> so, this is the best dad joke show it ever. It just non-stop. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is... Except for the sexist racist stuff, like, made for you. <laughs> Also, pink ropes. Okay. Also, now, you've been to shows. We've got into a ring to take pictures with wrestlers. Those ropes are dangerously low and dangerously loose. Like, that should... I, it's a wonder people don't fall out of the ring constantly with those ropes. Oh, I did write the robot hold was cool. It's, so apparently I like that. I think it's a very suggestive move. A little bit. See, and that's, like, that's still there today. Like, suggestive, I got. Like, we can't completely erase all sexuality from men or women, because it exists. But, you know. How about, there's nothing wrong with being sexy, there's nothing wrong with being pretty, there's nothing wrong with wanting to project that. But it's wrong in being exploited against your wishes. Yes. Now, Robo is Robo, that's fine. But there was one match I can't remember right now where the, I different camera guy and we're like, whoa! Back up the lens about 20% there, buddy. That's too far. Yeah. Okay, is that all you got for this? Um, also, like, how could you wrestle in a thong, which we touched on the last time I was on. Mm. 
Um, yeah, that just, I can't even walk across a room in one without feeling uncomfortable, so. I can't even watch you walk across a room in one without <laughs> starting to feel uncomfortable myself. And now everyone's uncomfortable. <laughs> All right. Speaking of duh. Speaking of. Uh, un- of feeling uncomfortable, what's next, Kevin? It's doctors feel and grope. There's only ever one doctor. My theory is Dr. Feel and Dr. Grope were actually twins with different names. So we're seeing a different doctor every time for this segment. But they look the same. He has Vicky Victory in there this time. Then we go to his Zelda Zingers. And that's all for then between if you have any notes on those before our next match. Um, let's just cut Feel and Grope completely. Like it's no. That one actually offended me. Because of the names for it? Because it's the Be- gynecologist, Dr. Feel and Grove. Because it's a... Male. The horrible names and a medical professional. And that crap is just way too real in our society. Like, mm-hmm. I just just cut that every segment of them, like, ass. Thank you. So you, if you had to, so you would rather have, like, a second Tiffany's Glow Gossip yes. than this. And I really don't like those either. But, <laughs> yeah, no, just that... <laughs> made me feel gross to watch just the like so not funny was that okay in the 80s so much of this i'm oh, like i know was... i was young but wasn't that wrong then too what no i mean watch 80s sitcoms and a lot of these jokes were still there like... yeah, I, was... I was young then sorry there was a cat uh kerfluffle <laughs> all right we move on to the next match we have Major Tanya versus the superhero Lightning. Uh, I will go through and then we can double back and forth. Lightning runs right into Tanya's arm. Tanya no-sells the dropkick, but not the second one. Tanya catches Lightning coming off. It's all This match is all about Tanya's strength. Lightning is getting nothing in. But check out this pin. Lightning is upside down. Tanya is holding onto her legs, standing on top of Lightning's shoulders, and then Tanya just dumps Lightning out of the ring. And that is our very quick match for the two of them. Um, I actually really like that pin. You need to be, like, Tanya needs to be tall, Lightning needs to be short. Anyone doing this pin, you need the same dynamic to pull that off, but not too short that you can actually do it. But that is just, like, such a dominant, you are nothing to me, insulting pin. It works great for character. I really liked when Lightning went to jump off the ropes and Tanya just caught her. Like, just Mm -hmm. like, oh, hey, what's up? And, like, Tanya has had moments within the show. Her previous partner, there was a face turn, Nanachka was, like, the wrestler. Oh, was she in episode 29? Yes. Totally thought it was the same exact wrestler, and they just changed her name. Nope. They looked very similar. Nanachka was the GLOW champion. And then Tanya comes in during a match and causes DQ. And Nanachka says, I don't need help. I don't need you. I love being in America. Face turn. Okay. And she gets rid of her Russian gear and gets that pink outfit, which is not the best outfit. Yeah, I there was multiple times throughout this, um, Babe and Sally, I was like, wait, yep. who's who? Yep. Can't tell. Oh. Um, Babe's the better wrestler. <laughs> but, like, you look at MTV and Hollywood. Totally like, They're different. still partners, but, like, they have a distinct gimmick going on Mm. like it just i don't know i felt like we had too many like literally just interchangeable pairs that would partner up from what i saw yep mtv never had a partner 
Hollywood had a partner in previous seasons, like season two, called Vine, Hollywood and Vine, L.A., and Vine never showed up for season three, but she's in the raps at the beginning, and she's in Hollywood's rap in the background. So something happened in between starting to film and actually getting the matches where she pieced out. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Tanya, impressive, and Lightning, um, well, we'll we'll get to it at the end, but Lightning was one I always dug throughout the series. What? No. (laughs) You like the one based on comics? I find shock here. Okay, do you have more for this one? No, I'm good. Okay. Alright, then we go to Godiva's Bear Facts. She also has a new setup, and I, I will see if you have anything for that, because I... The next thing needs its its moment. Do you have anything for Godiva's no. Bear Facts? Okay. So, debuting in the season, which Maddie and Educator and I never got to talk about together, so this is brand new for you, we have the new segment, Life in the Glow House, which is them trying to put on a sitcom in the middle of the wrestling show. This is brand new, and it's something, isn't it? Honestly, it left, like, I literally didn't even write notes on the first one. It just left, like, <laughs> so, like, I was just like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what I was supposed to. I honestly thought you were going to come in and be like, oh, well, let me break this down for you. Nope. This is how this, this goes. This is like, brand new. disappointing. Uh. So we have Life in the Glow House. The good girls and the bad girls all enter the house and then have a fight outside of the house. Uh, this segment is called Weekend Warriors. Tiffany, Vicky Victory, and Tulsa are all sitting around talking. Uh, Tulsa looks like Ricky Morton. <laughs> That's an old wrestling joke for you. Mountain Fiji reminds them that this is Wilderness Weekend and they all promise to go into the woods with her. Into the woods is the next segment. Uh... Quote, the fence marks the end of the wildlife preserve, or the fence is someone's backyard that we are filming this in. <laughs> uh, they have hot and cold running trees outside, which I gotta believe for my wrestling fans out there is a callback to Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Brinheenan and Gorilla saying that the cheap hotel has hot and cold running rats, which is a classic one from two. Uh, the commissioner shows up, but this time he's a drunk guy in the forest. I didn't enjoy that. And then, uh, high camp is where it ends with all of the girls are hanging out in the living room, and they're just, like, camping there and making the most of their weekend. That's where we end but this edition. But they bring the commissioner to But they bring him back there to hang out with them. For ambiance of camping. <laughs> what happened? I don't even know. Now, Treats would always say that he enjoyed Glow when they just gave up on wrestling and became a variety show. That he enjoyed it more. Like, have ridiculous matches. Don't try to put on a four-star, five-star match. You're not gonna. Just go all-out silly for stuff. But why couldn't they? Why couldn't they train their wrestlers to put on good matches? They had... Do you deserve a promotion if you can't train your wrestlers to put on good matches? They had Eddie Guerrero's older brother come in and train them for a couple weeks, and then he was out, and then Nachka became their trainer. With a couple weeks training herself. Yeah, I just, like, do you deserve to have a show? Mm -hmm. That you're calling wrestling? We go on to Reform School with Sarah and Mabel. Everyone's favorites. Oh, no, nope. (laughs) I've got no notes on any of them. They were just, they did nothing for me. Their word of the week is oscillate. Then we have another glowing moment. This is also a new segment. So we said throughout the series that it seemed like some matches were taped out of order. Like, why is this person doing here? Why is this here? 
why is the crowd so much dramatically different? So we knew, hey, this episode's probably taped weeks ago, and they're just throwing it on here out of order. Now they're flat out saying this match is out of order <laughs> and putting it on there. So it is a match never before seen on TV. We have Beastie and Star versus Babe and Tulsa. This match is heavily edited. It looks like it was maybe like a good seven-minute match. It's two minutes tops with all the editing they have to do, considering Star and Tulsa are in this match. I'm not shocked. Uh, the heels are putting makeup, like Beastie's makeup, onto Babe's face. This whole thing is awful. Tulsa pins Star at the end, but I don't know how she did it. Because yeah, I zoned that out. whole force transformation had like a heavy rapey vibe. I didn't like it. For Beastie and Sarah and yeah. Babe? Yeah. Like with the makeup, I was like, okay. It was the second they went to cut her hair, I was like, I don't know. That just feels... It was uncomfortable. And, and maybe that's why. And like we've seen big edits on the show where the, the little insert where the girls are doing the promos down in the corner. Mm -hmm. But you can still see the match. Instead of in the corner, it covers the match. But usually it's when someone gets hit by a chair, someone gets choked, hair... Like, a lot of times it's clearly they're editing what is going on. They're like, ooh, geez, that went too far for yeah. Saturday morning syndication, whatever. So there's been a few... This match is garbage, though. Yeah. It's not even a match. You don't even have anything for this one. I <laughs> don't. Um, just that I really didn't like that. Oh, and uh, we're biting. We're just flat out biting Beastie now. Beastie bites. Beastie bites. Um, it's the character. We couldn't come up with anything better. Be That's the best we could do. Beastie is like a Mad Max cannibal road warrior kind of thing. It's her whole gimmick. She's also actually really funny when she gets going. I mean, in the ring, not like we haven't hung out or anything. <laughs> okay, then we have Declan's favorite segment, Mirror Mirror. Oh, yes. Vicky gets hit with pies. We have Country Girl Dates. Anything for either of those? No. See, you already. it took me a couple episodes... You already got to the point where, unless, like, unless it was a really fantastic dad joke, I was just like, the segment happened, moving on. Mm, I just knew it is. <laughs> then our main event for this episode is Godiva versus our new GLOW champion, Cheyenne Cher. We'll go through and then we'll get back to you. Cheyenne Cher comes out in her full Indian gear for this one, not in her cheerleader outfit. Godiva with a figure four. Godiva actually looks great here. Cher flips out, has a leg kick, a backflip, and then a splash. There is a double cross body attempt, and both girls go down. Godiva with a backbend slingshot splash, which is actually really good. Uh, Godiva then with a handsprings across the ring, but Cher moves. Cher counters and hits Godiva down, but then Godiva comes back with the Buckingham bounce, everyone's favorite move. Cher is trapping Godiva's legs from the turnbuckle, which was really kind of interesting, MTV and Holly had run out and interfere, then Roxy and Vicky Victory come out to make the save. It's a DQ win for Cher. It is absolute chaos, and that is just where that match ends. Um, the Godiva fat jokes. All the time. Seriously, she's not fat. She has... She's like a Marilyn Monroe figure. She... Like, get out of here! She in... Okay, the 80s... And Additionally, of course, there's nothing wrong with being fat. No, but the 80s was absolute, like, skin and bones was what's pretty. It's because of Which the is coke. ridiculous, probably. Um, Godiva is thick with two C's. Yes, yes, she's absolutely. got boobs, she's got a butt. Good for her. But she's not she's, what anyone would call fat. She's what anyone now would be like, oh my god, she's so hot. Yeah. But at the time... 
and it's ridiculous. It like boiled my brain. She she was actually on a uh, like to tell the truth or something where they have three people on a show and you gotta guess which person is actually thing. And she's like, I used to be a wrestler. And the other two are like, I used to be a wrestler. She still looks fantastic. Like near thirty years later for it. Yeah. Um, but I did. I kind of liked this one. I thought the athleticism was good. I I felt like you know it had that gymnastic mm-hmm. sort of vibe and I really enjoyed that. I think it was mostly Cher doing those sorts of things and I really liked that. Which is not surprising to you at least because mm. I always liked the high flyer. Yeah. Um, and I did I did really like the holding down the leg on the turnbuckle. Yeah. Uh, that, that was definitely one that caught me. Um, and also the move that Godiva failed to do and then Cher did it, I loved that. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, you can't do this, I can. Like, that was just spunky. I liked that. Because Godiva clearly has some sort of athletic background. But not to the level Shine yeah. Cher does. Like, if Godiva is at an 8, Cher's at a 10. She's still really good. Well, and also, it kind of makes me want, like, was she a gymnast before this? Do we know? Like, Shine Cher must have been. Clearly, these people weren't plucked out of wrestling schools, no. as you've established. Mm-hmm. Like, it would make sense. Like, oh, I love and doing gymnastics since I was six. I bet I can do something there. Like, casting calls, LA, yeah. Vegas showgirls, stunt women. That sort athletes. of stuff would translate closer mm-hmm. than random person on the street. But share with training would have been amazing. Yeah. Like, would have been like a Hall of Famer. For it. There's so much potential there. Godiva, I think, has the better character, though. Yeah. It's just, it's le- it's not as one-dimensional. It's not based on this simple concept. Mm-hmm. She's just sort of built up, a, from what I've seen of it, you know, sort of like a nature yeah. Eve kind of quality. Mm-hmm. Well, honest- like luxurious, voluptuous. They, they have other characters that have certain gimmicks, and I can't remember if they're on here or not, so I don't want to go for, or that far. But, right now, I do Godiva as Poison Ivy. Yeah. But, like, and you mentioned the cheerleaders. Like, of course there was cheerleaders. Of course! Yeah. Why? Well, I, I mean, it was the 80s. But it's also so flat. Like, that's just the easiest thing you could just pick out of a hat it, of a character that's gonna wear a certain costume at the end. And I think there's a difference. Like, Vicky Victory's not the worst, but she's just a cheerleader. What is there to her? Yeah. At least Shine Cher is something else. Yeah. Too. Um, there was a I don't want to say schoolgirl, but I'll say school ish gimmick in previous season that they I think got in trouble for, but the character's name was Jailbait. Oh <laughs> you think maybe they got in trouble <laughs> I think for that? Ish. Okay. We close out the episode with a Mount Miranda Mount Fiji as Mount Miranda, Roxy Esther is her guest for it. And then we continue with promos for next week, and then Johnny C uh, calls his dad again, say he has no money, and Tanya's the one that beats him up this week. That's a recurring one. Do you have anything you want to mention to close that one out, or we can go right into Shine Shares Rain Part 2? Um, I just, my last note was, we have all-female wrestling, and the biggest thread in the show, like, the most plot they worked out was a fight over a butler Mm -hmm. who is male it drives me nuts and we have discussed half jokingly that 
like, I wish I could get all the masters and recut it. Because there's a show here, there's a plot here, there's a story here. It's just not well done. Yeah. But you could re-edit it and make it well done. And also, I'm like, I would love to... Like, if you could get the rights to everyone's likenesses, do a comic and redo this all so there's actually a plot and a storyline yeah. through it. Alright. Shining Shares Reign Part 2 here. We have the Commissioner with Big Bad Mama in his office. We go through a sketch. We have the match rundown, Tiffany's glow gossip once again, and then our glow wrap. Did anything jump out for this one before the first match? Uh, nothing until the first match. Okay. First match, we have the battle of the six foot two giants, Daisy versus Justice. Daisy starts off the... Oh, and this is Justice's return uh, after Daisy broke her leg, which I don't really think she did, but whatever. Storyline, kayfabe. Daisy kicks Justice and then throws Johnny C out of the ring. Look at Daisy drop down her whole body so she can actually hit the ropes with her six-foot-tall frame and spring off of them. We got big double clothesline. Daisy runs into the buckle. Justice comes back with a leg drop. Justice somehow gets a clean pin and a win over Daisy in her return match. Way too quick of a match, I thought. Doesn't do any justice for Daisy. Thankfully, we get some more later on for her. Um, but I was overall disappointed for this match because I really wanted you to see, like, Daisy as full Daisy. Um, I'm gonna start at the beginning. These girls are 6'2", and they said they both weigh 170 pounds. Yeah. And we're gonna make fat jokes about that? Yeah. That's gotta be a healthy BMI. They move well for big girls, is a quote. Mm -hmm. They are like two tanks colliding, was another quote. I'm like, get off my... Expletive deleted. Because mm. um, I thought they were both good. And I actually, the more I saw of Daisy, really started to like her. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know what was up with the costume. Maybe you can explain that better to yes. me. I don't get it. Um, and I also really liked the monkey flip drop kick. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what that was, but I liked it. Uh, that's probably what they <laughs> called it, too. That is what they called it. Okay. I wrote it down. Yep. Daisy in season three was led to the ring by the shortest girl on the glow roster probably about all five feet called gremlina okay so gremlina was supposed to look all ugly and hideous and yet she has this beautiful tall daisy on a chain with her so the idea was daisy came out to make her money and work in glow and she lost everything and gremlina agreed to took her in but only if you be my slave okay so gremlina would force daisy to like wrestle the matches for beat people up and everything and you'd have, like, Babe and Sally would be like, oh, come here, Daisy, let's comb your hair, let's get you new clothes and all. Then Grimly would be like, attack, beat them up and all. Daisy finally turns on Grimlina, turns face, tosses her into a trash can and all. Next week she's like, I'm finally free, and then two weeks later she was a heel again. She didn't have heel vibe to me. No, but she... This she's, is where a lot of this yep, doesn't make sense to me. Because they had already taped all the raps and the promos and everything with her on the heel side, so you had to keep her there. Now, I would see Gremlina and Daisy, and the longer it went, I'm like, I think this they're going for a sub-dom thing here. And I really think they were. But then I made the point, like, two weeks ago, it's starting to look, the, the more Daisy's like, because her clothes keep getting more and more torn mm -hmm. as she's in them, I was like, it more looks like an 80s kidnapping thing. When I, I, I for, everyone forgive me for how I'm saying this but I can't put it in a better way 
there was more attention brought to kidnapping with cartoons, after school specials, stuff like that in the 80s than I think there has been otherwise. Milk cartons, America's Most Wanted, stuff like that. I feel like Daisy's character was going with a, I came out here, someone brought me out here, I don't know who I am, I don't remember my real name, they call me Daisy, I'm only in these tatters and all. And I would think Glow is, wouldn't do something like that, and I'm being ridiculous, if it wasn't for characters like Sarah and Mabel. Yeah. So I think anything is possible. <laughs> I, I would agree that they're <laughs> not afraid of pushing some boundaries. Yeah, yeah. Y'all good for that yep. one? Okay. We have your favorite segment again, Doctors Feel and Grope with Roxy Astor in the office this week and Zelda's Zingers. Those were the only two quick segments there. Anything jumping out from those two? Uh, stethoscope on breast equals gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I had to say about that. We So when this started out, we were kind of wondering if the doctor, the commissioners, are maybe, like, people who work behind the scenes and are taking advantage of, oh, I'm just in a skit with this pretty girl. I'm not actually touching you. My character's touching you. Yeah, not no, actually being I, creepy. My character's so being creepy. So how long is this segment's not new? No, We've this, been doing from this for- the start. Cool! I love that for them. Yeah. I love that. Zelda Zinger's been from the start, too. I also... That I didn't like, because it just wasn't funny to me, but I was like, you're wholesome, I'll take it. She... I, I think I've had, like, one or two that I wrote down. I was like, okay, that's actually pretty good. Alright, we have Big Bad Mama coming out to the ring with MTV, taking on Babe, the farmer's, the other farmer's daughter. Yep. Sally was out there first. And Glow. Babe has a protective necklace... But voodoo dust, is it working? Mama has a babe voodoo doll. MTV walks across babe. Babe kicks MTV. Oh, is she playing possum? Is the voodoo dust not working? MTV storms off, thinking Big Bad Mama's doing this on purpose to her. Big Bad Mama's distracted. Babe kicks her out of the ring. Mama tears off babe's protective necklace. Big Bad Mama gets mad now and beats the hell out of babe. Mama puts her boot on top of the babe for the on top of babe for the pin, and while babe is recovering and Mama is celebrating her victory, we have a inset commercial for the Glow's one nine hundred line. Okay, so th- <laughs> that's not a thing I knew that existed. Which the nine hundred uh, number? Oh, first time there's been a commercial for it. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, but like nine hundred number, nine hundred number, or like well. How, okay, nine hundred numbers was any pay, pay number. Line. Yeah, it wasn't like necessarily a porn number, but I'll guarantee you if you called up, it's like hi, I'm Kataifa. Like I'll guarantee they played it up. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> which? Can we stop calling one of our only non-white wrestlers animal things? Like, talking about her hoof mm-hmm. on Babe's, uh, wherever she put it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, called her a cow, and, like, I get that they're coming from the place of, like, I'm a farmer, so that's my point of reference. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's just gross. There are lines that, if it was the only line, would be forgivable. Cow, farm, fine. Yeah. But when it's repeated over so and over. So many times! And also, like, that costume's a little mammy. Did they make their own costumes? I don't know. And that's the thing, like, 
do I blame a costume designer or if that's hers and she's owning it like okay I, I have no place to talk about that then Could but I... if some white chick or guy sitting in a back room somewhere is measuring this out and like making sketches like then I have an issue here also I would think because you're right she's doing like the meme I'm saying that right uh, yeah like a meme look there but she's got the voodoo thing too and other than her face being painted she's not really projecting voodoo I'll say there's a better outfit yeah, that could have happened here outfit speaks to voodoo but also let's take a second to talk about the fact that voodoo is like legit some people's religion mm-hmm. would we would we put a catholic nun in there because well, on the other hand I'm like yeah maybe they would <laughs> funny you ask because she wasn't on this season but previously we had the character of so I'm Evangelina gonna, I'm gonna take out all my complaints about <laughs> reducing a religion down to a gimmick because apparently we will equal opportunity offend in that and then I'm in that case I'm cool with it yep, we had Evangelina which was making fun of the televangelist preachers at the time yeah. But if, if we're going to equal opportunity offend on that religious front, then I'll, I'll let it go. But you're right. Justice is black. Big Ben Mom is black. That's it. Shine Share is Native American. Yep. That's it. Mountain Fiji Samoan. Yep. Uh, no Asian. We previously had Habana. Guess where she was from? <laughs> Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> but that was like Habana would be the only Hispanic, maybe. Yeah. character on there. Like, there, there's not a whole lot of diversity on it, no. And I just wish they would... And, of course, that was normal back then. They were token. Mm-hmm. Like, if they didn't feel like they had to because it was already the 80s, there would have been nothing but white people. Like, mm-hmm. I get that. And I'm trying to look at that 30 years ago. That hurt. Yeah. <laughs> um, But it... Yeah. I just... I don't know. I wish they would... do more with them to elevate them and not just shove them into that stereotype that is so obvious and easy. Well, I mean, wrestling has always had a problem with how minorities have been portrayed. I, and I was like, it, this, this isn't contained to wrestling, but go on. Yeah, like, pick one. And only this past year's WrestleMania, night one, was main evented by two black women, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. That has never happened. Ever. But for black world champions WWE in all their history, you got, for the WWE title, for the official one that they've had going all the way back, you got The Rock, um, Kofi Kingston, and Bobby Lashley. That's it. Seriously? Yep. That's pretty gross. For the previously WCW world title that they brought in and is their other world title. Rock has won that one, of course. Booker T, Mark Henry. That might be it. I'd have to think a little more, but they they are not known for having many black champions. Do better. <laughs> okay, got more or no? I'm good. Okay. Godiva Spare Facts is next. Didn't even write anything. Okay. Then we have another Life in the Glow House. Vicky comes in crying over her dead plant. Big Bad Mama's annoyed. Look at this kitchen. And by that, I mean, look at this kitchen. As we're in the middle of our remodel, 
it is appreciative to see an even older kitchen. Because, <laughs> oh my god, this kitchen is very dated. Uh, we have, I don't even know what I wrote. Ungro unground theft. I'm not sure what I meant. Uh, Hollywood yells at Stinky and Daisy. There's a noose hanging in the background. There was? I didn't even touch that. Mabel left it behind, in theory. They are off to the casino, and it is Ocean's Glow. When the chips are down, and they're potato chips. These are my official notes. What happens is we got this quick thing with Vicky crying and Big Bad Mama and they bother each other but then Hollywood decides she's going to start a heist at the local casino because they're in Las Vegas. She brings along Stinky and Daisy to help her with it. They sneak into the casino. They sneak into where told the chips are going to be hidden. They come out with a bag of chips. They go home and they're potato chips. Well because it was next to the, the kitchen. Next to the kitchen. But they were actually in the kitchen. So the person they were holding up gave them the chips. I actually really liked that okay, one. Okay, <laughs> thank you, because I'm, like... It was just wholesome and dumb. We didn't have to put anybody down. Well, okay, they kept calling them dumb, but, like... But it was adorable. It was. <laughs> this was the moment I really started to like Hollywood and Daisy. Stinky mm. just didn't do anything for me. This is the most we... Just kind of there. This is the most she's done. Like, Stinky was, like, a jobber, pretty much. Like, if she came out, we knew she was going to lose. But this is the most she's had to do. I'm like, this was just adorable and cute and fun. Yeah, no, it... And I don't know how I didn't see the chips thing coming. <laughs> <laughs> it was so... It was so dumb funny, though. It really was. I enjoyed that. Good. Okay. It's coming. Glow Show 100. Apparently it takes place between this and episode 24 when we randomly jump ahead. We have a Mount Fiji as Mount Miranda with Tulsa, uh, with a big stretch of a plum joke, calling them undried prunes, or just prunes. Like an undried prune would just be a regular prune. Yes. There's no need to put the undried ahead of it. Correct. Yeah. It annoyed me. <laughs> That's what got under your skin? <laughs> I know. Alright, then we have another glowing moment, a previously unseen match for glow. Sally versus Broadway Rose. Broadway Rose was teaming up with Hollywood instead of Vine for a while. Look at Sally go. Whip into the ropes and a monkey flip. This is her best match we have seen ever. Sally with head scissors. Actually, good one. Another one, but Broadway Rose dumps Sally to the floor. They have a good fight on the floor. Sally, <laughs> oh, sorry. Sally, out of nowhere, uh, does a Hurricane Rana before they existed for a takedown. They're outside again, having a really good fight. Sally rams Rose into the pillar. Rose returns the favor. Sally comes in with a fast crossbody right into the pin, and this is Sally's best, best match I have seen in all of GLOW. Uh, I actually did really like that one. Um, it felt more nonstop. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of the other ones, it felt like sort of filling space and grappling, but this, it was like one thing right after another that you're just compelled forward by the action of the match. Which, funny thing, sorry, but Sally's usually awful. Awful. And straight up a deer in headlights one. Like, she gets lost in the ring and she'll just stop and be like, I don't know what to do next. And if the other person doesn't know right away what to do next is just like a full stop in the middle of the ring middle match, 
just like uncomfortable silence watching it even. I was shocked by her. She was good in this match. I also liked seeing them go into the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was the first time I saw it. Um, and what got me there, of course, was the little girl sitting, standing, you know, jumping up and down, freaking out. And I'm like, it was my reminder that you have to have these steps, even if in retrospect they are offensive in almost every way possible. But you, those little girls watching could be the ones that are training for WWE now and mm-hmm. actually doing wrestling. You know, you needed that step in the middle as much as the step wasn't enough. Well, you have... Because you, you'll see it when the faces or the heels come out and glow. Kids running up, wanting to yeah. slap their hands and all, just excited and all. Like, this is still wrestling for kids. Yes, yeah. there's ridiculousness. Yes, there's stuff that looking back, you're like, oh, jeez, a bit cringy. But you can tell the kids loved it. You can and tell they're having it, a but blast. But it was also something to make a girl think, oh, I could do that, too. The uh, Granted, she also grew up with serious weight issues thanks to everything <laughs> they said. But other than that, she could accomplish things while she had those weight issues. The Apple Newton had to exist with all of its flaws for us to get the Apple iPad. What's an Apple Newton? You don't remember Apple Newton? No. Okay. I'll show you a thing later. <laughs> it's an, it was an early personal device. Okay. Like um, Glow had to exist to inspire some girl to want to wrestle to push it forward. Yes, we don't and get it. seeing those actual existing kids watching it with that unbridled excitement was the thing that reminded me of that. There are people that hate the Bella Twins, some of which have appeared on the show. <laughs> but there are people that hate them. But I think if it's not for the Bella Twins showing up going, listen, everyone thinks we're hot and want to see us, you gave us three minutes, give us five. Okay. Like, that little bit to push forward to get to the point where you can have women main event WrestleMania. Like, steps are needed. Yes, and it's so easy to forget when you're watching the episode cringing, but it definitely had its place. Yeah. Alright, we have Tiffany and Roxy cut a promo. MTV and Hollywood counter that promo. We have Reform School Sarah and Mabel. Get word of the week is gimmick. And then Country Girl Dates. Anything for any of those? No, the country right. girl dates were another... It's so hammy. Just hammy and also, like, these girls about to get raped. Somebody let these girls not get raped, please. So, the thing that got us is, it's not Babe and Sally on the country girl dates. It's Babe and Tulsa. Yeah. But Babe and Sally look like sisters. Tulsa looks like Babe's mom. Or aunt or something. Like Older people can date, too. Well, they, okay. They, they can, but it's just like... <laughs> She seems out of place. It would not strike me, but of course that's not something I would have been looking for. Yeah. Like, as as the show went on for stuff, we're like, Tulsa just seems like the mom of the show, in a way. Like, she just... And she's probably, like, eight years older than everyone else. But for a show like this, it's noticeable. Yeah. Alright. We have Tiffany Mellon and Roxy Astor teaming up against Hollywood and MTV in a battle for Jeeves slash Blaze. Tiffany says MTV and Hollywood are scared. We get a double clothesline right off the bat. 
full screen insert, which means something's going on in the background, and I'm pretty sure they're being choked with clothing. Oh, no, wait, wait. Apparently there were handcuffs brought out at some point, because Tiffany still has one on her hand. We don't really see you what happens. No, was, not at all. There was commentary all. on it. Not at all. Because I was trying to talked about it. I was trying to figure out what was going on behind the insert, so I think I kind of okay. missed it. Blaze is just in the corner chilling. Hollywood and Roxy with some, uh, we'll say, flattering pin attempts. Tiffany puts MTV into a trash can. This evolves into a cluster F, because you already used our F for the show. Sorry. Roxy tries. I didn't know. Roxy tries to pin both, but then Tiffany comes in at two to help. It's weird, but it works, and Tiffany's added presence ends up giving them the three. Jeeves slash Blaze doesn't want to leave. But once Tiffany gets attacked and is in the floor hurt, Jeeves comes back to protect his boss and says, My name is Jeeves, and they all ride off triumphantly. So, as I mentioned, after the, the segment with the uh, heist, mm-hmm. I was rooting for Hollywood because I had started to, you know, at least have a, an impression of her. Mm-hmm. Um, so naturally they lost, because that's typically how that goes for me. If I root for anyone, they're not going to win. Um, but it just, I feel like, I don't know if it's the cameras, like, whenever they have four people in the ring, I can't follow no. anything. You, like, we you don't, gotta you... zoom in, like, cut cameras, like, whatever you gotta do, but I, like, it was just so hard to even keep track of what was going on, because everybody's all over. Mm-hmm. If they didn't explicitly say, like, oh, and look what Blah just did, then I didn't really catch it. Yeah. We had ones where, like, six people ring, and I would just put in my notes, I'm not even bothering, like, I'll, anything big I'll write down, but I'm not going to try to guess move for move for this. This was also another match where it felt like they were just grappling the whole time. Like, there didn't seem to be that much of the stuff that really impresses me, which, mm. you know, like... Lifting, throwing, jumping. It was very basic. Yeah. Overall. And fine, because the point of the match isn't to have a good match. point is the whole Jeeves Blaze yeah, storyline yeah. for it. But MTV's kind of limited. She has very good kicks. She loves giving kicks. But you also just said, the point isn't the wrestling. And that's hard to hear when the point it's for a this, wrestling show. Right, but I mean, the point for this match is not we're putting these two in the ring to have a good match or four. The point is, we're doing the storyline for Jeeves. That's still true WWE today for stuff. point of this match is just to do this hokey thing, but the point of this one's for a title. point of this one's to decide this. Like, some matches are for goofy storylines. Alright, I concede. <laughs> Anything more for that one? Nope. Okay. We got Declan's favorite Mirror Mirror segment. We got match promos for next week, a t-shirt commercial, and then Johnny C still has no money and the Godiva comes in to beat him up. That's the end of episode two. So it was. It was. Alright. Final episode of Glow. This is a little... little it's going to hurt a little. I've been doing this for so long. I saw all three Can't of them hurt. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Cheyenne Shares Rain, part 24. I don't know why. So we jump ahead, it's episode 29 overall, and this is it for Glow on Pluto and on Tubi. Hollywood is in the commissioner's office arguing with each other, the matches are run down, we have Tiffany's Glow gossip, and then the Glow rep to open the show. Guessing nothing there. 
Um, granted, this is a limited complaint, but it occurred to me, like, this season is called The Reign of Cheyenne Cher, and I have barely seen her. Right, no, she, it's, your champion wrestles the last match of her reign, and that's it. That's weird. There's not, like, extra Your champion doesn't get worked. Nope. Elevated in any way. Nope, and it's, and it's like, oh, why does this person have the match this week? No, no, it's just That's their just turn. a weird format, in my yep, opinion. Yep, they did it with Ninochka, too. Ninochka being previous champ was just like, why does this person have a match they lost last week? I don't know, it's just their turn. It's a random person in the ring. <laughs> we just need someone. Oh, we've been through the roster once, throw them in again, you know? Okay, we have Tiff in our first match. Tiffany Mellon versus Hollywood. This feud is still going on. Hollywood. But with, at this point, I'm here for it. Yep. Yeah. Hollywood with Tiffany's toy poodle. It's a pound puppy. Hollywood is tearing the plushie apart. Tiffany is down, but floats over into a headlock. We got step over toll hold. Oh my gosh, what is happening? We have wrestling moves here. We have, alright, you're going to hate this term, but it's what we came up with. Okay. We have the muff punt. Wow. Hi. Hi. It's better than what educator called it. But my F-bomb's offensive. Yes, Sorry, yes. family. <laughs> we have a classic glow splash. Tiffany slams Hollywood, hits a splash, and a two-count, a very sloppy two-count at that. Tiffany's run into the pillar. Hollywood uh, calls out for the running bulldog, pretty much. There's a fight on the outside, but both women crash into the pillar. We have a very sloppy snap bear by Tiffany. We have a, quote, keister bump, as the announcer calls it. Tiffany goes upside down in the corner and eats a kick. Hollywood gets the pin by putting her feet on the ropes for extra leverage. I hear Gimme That Back being yelled by Tiffany, and I'm pretty sure some kid in the audience stole the pound puppy. <laughs> Any thoughts on our first match? Um, yes, because as I mentioned, I was invested by this point mm -hmm. because I very much dislike Tiffany, and I even had a note here about how they did such a good job of making me not like her. Like, great job on your heel work. Right, because Tiffany's the, the face, face and Hollywood's the heel. Uh, yep. Um, Hollywood's rap? We're not going to touch that? I, I've seen this one before. But you're right, it would have been brand new to you. Beating off people is her thing mm -hmm. with the hand motion? Mm -hmm. The shake weight hand motion? Okay <laughs> then. Okay. Nope, she's done that rap before. Okay. Um, I did put down that this was one of my favorite matches up to this point. Um, I like that they did a lot of lifting, a lot of the holds. Like It, it was less of that grappling like mm. in the, the previous match. Like, just... Tiffany? And I think it's because we only had the two of them. Tiffany got better. I so. think when you have four people, it's... And in most matches I'm used to, it's tag matches if you've got four people involved. And yes, you'll have the... There will occasionally be that chaos of all four people going. But for the most part, you're focusing on two. And I think that's part of what made this better for me. Mm -hmm. um, it was more than just punches and hair pulling. You know, we were able to focus on it. And they were able to, like... Um, I put Tiffany's handstand on the belt. Yep. That was awesome. And yeah, that's all I had. Tiffany got a lot better as she continued on. For sure. <laughs> what? You mean she got good when they trained her? Mm -hmm. Weird. Or honestly, I don't even know if it's training. I think some of it is just, I'm, if you go in there every day, every week, whatever their taping schedule is, you're going to have to get better. Just because you're doing it. You're getting in the repetitions. 
All right, we have Dr. Feel and Grope with Cheyenne Share. We get some couple quick jokes, uh, one segment with Sarah Mabel, one segment with Justice and Lightning, and then we get Zelda Zingers. That is it for this little bumper here. Nothing? Uh, feel and Grope FML was all I wrote. All right. <laughs> We have a two-on-one, a tag two-on-one match, which makes no sense, of Tulsa and Babe versus Big Bad Mama. Uh, usually a two-on-one match, the two would both be in the ring at the same time. Well, two-on-one match, but they have Babe and Tulsa tagging in and out. I mean, I don't, I'm not familiar with right. that format. That is new to me. Uh, Mama picks Babe up, spins her around, kicking Tulsa down. Uh, finally, the girls get together and have a two-on-one attack. Mama has Tulsa up. Babe drops kick, drop kicks them down. So Mama has Tulsa picked up. Babe drop kicks Tulsa, which causes Mama to fall back with Tulsa on top of her. Tulsa lands on top. Babe jumps up, stands on both of them. So Babe and Tulsa both get the pin over Big Bad Mama. And then we have the 1-900 commercial over the ending of the match. Um, I can keep making the same comments about the fat jokes and if we're gonna call anyone that's not white an animal, like, you can just stop all that. Um, but I did, I did think the ending was pretty cool with mm -hmm. the way they went about it with her holding her and, yeah. You can beat Big Ben Mama. Mountain Fiji was never once taken off her feet. That's the whole point. Okay. Like, she will never be taken off her feet. She will be protected the entire time. If she doesn't win something, it's because she walked out of the ring or she w or her partner got pinned or something like never her for the entire existence okay of that explains that explains later then that's why they did it <laughs> that's why they did that um we have godiva's bare facts and then quick jokes one round with tiffany and Roxied, one round with beastie and star i actually chuckled at this godiva segment uh segment and i think part of it was that she was just rejecting the people that were trying to mm -hmm. um you know sort of objectify her like I feel this burning in my heart and or this burning in my chest and she's like yeah heartburn does that too click like it was nice to see a little like I don't need you because it's usually girl calls creepy guy calls girl calls is the rundown for it all right we are back to life in the glow house oh my gosh I'm mad I don't have all of the episodes around this because I want the entire series. Yeah, I just, I really want to know how much of this is improv, how much is scripted, and who is writing if it's all scripted. Like, We are traveling to the Wizard of Ah. Babe loses a match in the Glow House, which has a ring inside of it, apparently, to the Widow in Black. Now, Babe has to sleep in the ring... Babe wakes up, Babe is Dorothy, Godiva is Glinda the Good Witch, Daisy is the Scarecrow, MTV is the Tin Man, Mount Fiji is the Lion. Is there a wizard in the house and the commissioner comes out as the wizard? The Widow in Black is the Wicked Widow. Babe has to click her heels together and say there's no place like Glow to come back. It's fantastic. I wish the previous one was there too. Were there writers on strike such that they were at the point where they just had to, like, go pick a hat of public domain writing that they could rip off? Well, Frank Baum original is probably 
public domain, but Ruby Slippers and stuff is the movie, which is not public domain. Uh, thanks for killing my joke. Sorry. Sometimes I kill joke just to watch it die. And we all did. Thank you. I thought this was fantastic because it was so goofy. I, this one really didn't do anything for me. No? I liked the previous one a lot better. I'm getting, I mean, I also kind of knew what to expect because I've seen Wizard of Oz. I'm getting into it, though. I, I didn't with this one. I don't know. I just There was nothing that grabbed me. And part of it is probably that it, you know, centered around a character that I had no clue who was, essentially. True, true. I mean, I... I rolled my eyes at the first Life in the Glow House that we saw in here, but the other two I actually liked, and I kind of, like, I would watch the rest of this if it showed up. I would, I really liked the, the middle one. Mm. Well, the middle for our purposes. Right. We have a tease that there's going to be a Glow the movie to my brief research there. This never happened. Okay, yeah, that was, was Glow the movie real? No, yeah. As far as I can tell, it did not. Uh, Daisy interrupts the commissioner because she wants to be in the movie. Hollywood also interrupts because she wants to be in the movie as well. And then we have Mount Fiji's Mount Miranda segment with Justice. Anything there? Uh, no. Okay. In our another glowing moment, we have a 30-girl battle royal. Many of these people... Like, this was definitely taped beforehand. Dementia's in the ring. Dementia's now Widow in Black. Uh, Nanachka's in her Russian gear. Like, there, this was a while ago. Uh, so Daisy's on the face side of this. It was during her brief face turn. Dementia has her axe. Sarah and Mabel attack Fiji. Fiji tosses the hoods. That is their collective tag nickname. The hoods. Okay. Yeah. Tiffany and Vicky double scissor Dementia. Yes, I know how that sounds. It does sound like it sounds. Uh, it is also what happened. It was actually good because it was it like... It was. Tiffany with one, like Vicky with the other. Getting there, I was like, that's actually cool looking. I dug it. And I, I don't think avoiding sexuality is necessary. Like, it's okay for them to wear whatever revealing costumes. Like, none of that bothers me. It's the whole objectification that I didn't mm. like. And, you know, body type critiques. That stuff is what I didn't like. There's but I'm, I'm okay with the presenting these things sexually. Like... I, I don't... I'm, I'm, I'm really worried I'm going to offend some people. It's kind of the same thing when two guys wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with... Oh, wow, she's hot. There's nothing wrong with being sexy. There's nothing wrong with certain things. But the exploitation and... Yes, that's where I draw my line. But, like, what I'm saying is when two guys are in the ring, two of your big guys, and they're all sweaty from the lights and glistening, and they're grabbing at each other... That's a little sexual, too. <laughs> I honestly think... I don't think it's any different w with that it's all women in this, is my point. I think WWE, AEW, any... Well, AEW is actually doing a, a better job. But I think they should just embrace and go after their gay audience. Like, if you're going to have a poster of, you know, whatever woman you want in the forefront... Have a poster one of the guys too. Yeah. You know, in boxers or something, like fresh out of the shower or something like that. Like just go for it. My overall point was just that I don't think sexuality in wrestling is something offensive. Male or female. No. 
That's, that's a normal part of human biology. In yep. fact, we stop existing when we eliminate that. Yep. If someone goes too far, someone isn't consensual, whatever, yes, totally different thing. Yeah. But for this... And and our friend Joe over from Ad Odds with Wrestling can give me the updated list of who is cancelled. I hope it's not me. So I don't, uh, as far as I know. Alright, so this Battle Royals for a $30,000 prize. Spoiler alert, the, they don't have $30,000 to give whoever wants this. Uh, can, can I just interject about how... Uh, ow, sorry, the cat bit me. Um, the announcer says that the 30k prize, most of it will be spent on hospital bills. I was like, well, that part aged not at all, because that's still a thing. That's still true, yeah. Uh, Fiji takes Mama out. Mama steals Fiji's totem. Mount Fiji eliminates herself to chase after Big Bad Mama. Sally and Nanachka both go out. Daisy escorts Dementia out. That was funny. Just like, here, here's the rope. Walk right over. Vicky, Godiva, and Sean Cher out. It's down to Beastie versus Daisy. Daisy with a collar and elbow and then turns and gets Beastie out with the own momentum of the collar and elbow. And Daisy wins this match. Yeah, I, that one I don't really have too much to add because if, as you can imagine, when I have trouble following the action with four people... Too many. Way too many. There was just too much going on for me. No, so... Just... just process it all. Right, like Bale Row, how I... Because we've had ones like this before, I'm like, I'll do the big things. Fiji and Mama taking each other out, that's a big part of the match. Yeah. But random person, I don't care who But I was really out. confused why Fiji just literally like walked out after her. I'm like, that's kind of weak. Like, but if she's not going to win it... Yeah, no, if you don't have her scheduled to win and you've got... See, I actually like that aspect of the gimmick, like that you cannot knock this woman over. Like, mm-hmm. And she never was. And she loved her time to glow. Yeah. Like, they've done documentaries and stuff. You, like, gl- glimmer in her eye. This was the most fun part of my life. Yeah. Well. All right. We have Reform School with Sarah and Mabel. Irish is the word this week. Pass. Country Girl Dates. Pass. Except, uh, again, super rapey. <laughs> and then Daisy versus our champion, Shy and Cher. Daisy hits a snap suplex. Cher with a really sloppy for her cradle takedown. Daisy with a big Samoan drop. And then Daisy pins Cher with a cradle suplex out of nowhere. Wow. Super quick. Dominant. Shocked to see the title change. And then everyone just gets up and leaves. There's no fanfare. There's no celebration. There's no notice. You just crowned a new champion and you're just like, yeah, see you later. Thank you. Because it's like, I have like no notes. It was such a quick match. It just felt like an afterthought to change your champion. Like, oh, right. We're going to do that at the end of the season. (laughs) And I think that's what it is. I think this was the end of the season. They didn't end up getting another one couple years later they did a pay-per-view to try to like tie up some loose ends give people a chance to say yeah. goodbye and all but I think this was originally oh what a shocking moment and we had all this stuff planned and then we didn't get renewed Yeah, I really think that's what it was but it, it's too quick it's out of nowhere it's honestly disappointing because this is a match as these two girls progress I was looking forward to and it's an afterthought, and it's so yeah, disappointing. Yeah, it really it did feel like an afterthought. Um, but that Spinebreaker looks brutal. Daisy's good. Yeah. Um, we'll call her uh, Big Daisy Cool, because that was one of Kevin Nash's nicknames, Big Daddy Cool. 
she's Big Daisy cool, she moves like a Kevin Nash with the power moves with the yeah. height difference over them and all. Um, and I love it when she hits a big power move and just walks away like you were nothing to me. Yeah, I really like Daisy. I mean, I was glad that she won. Mm. Um, I didn't know this was also the end of everything. I didn't yeah. know there wasn't more after. No, nope. they were supposed to be and the ratings were good, but just stuff happened, money, whatever. I haven't watched that pay-per-view. I'm probably gonna. There's probably a lot of this I'm gonna just watch casually, not yeah. as a podcast, but just for my own closure for it. I think I'll stop torturing myself. Uh, that's, that's understandable. But if you got some really good Hollywood or Daisy matches that you just want me to watch that, uh, I'd be, or you can skits. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have... Oh, sorry, did I jump out? No, no, you're no. good. Hollywood reminds us to don't do drugs. Uh, you have been requested for this next one. Can I just talk about how that doesn't... That segment about don't do drugs doesn't she's a heel? work? No, because everything in this show that I've seen has been, like, over-the-top, ironic. Like, the second you have someone sit down and say something serious and honest and direct, I was like, what the... I wonder if it was part of the time in the 80s, like, you need oh, to have some sort of social commentary. Oh, it was 100% part of, like, you, you probably just to be on at that slot, you had yeah. to have something, like, now you know. Um, but it just didn't work. I was like, yeah, that you totally just convinced no kids to stop doing drugs. Yeah. And it's always Hollywood doing it. This isn't a rotating thing of someone oh, different saying Oh, I only ever saw her do it. Yeah, no, it's only Hollywood. So I wonder if maybe Hollywood had some sort of connection. She's like, I really would like to do this segment. Uh, we have MTV's Glow Connection, which you have been requested for. Did I miss parts? That was the last of my notes. What was it? It's just the quick segments. So MTV comes out at the Glow Disco. I didn't... And she says quick little jokes. I don't think I saw this. Okay. I, I'm super confused right now. But MTV is your AOK DJ, and then she gives a woo. Okay, now I remember that. Okay. The was, edu- that, was that Ric Flair? Uh, no, well, maybe, but it's just like her party thing. Now, Educator does this every time the segment happens. He reminds us that MTV is your AOK DJ, gives a clap, and then gives a loud woo. You have been requested by our listeners to do that for this episode. All right, talk me through this one more time. Okay. So you have to say MTV's Glow Connection, your A-OK DJ, give a clap, and then the loudest will you feel comfortable giving at time of recording with our child asleep. Is it written down here? That would help me. No. <laughs> Can I write it down? <laughs> I already don't remember this. this Bro, is... I just got out of work before you started recording. MTV's Glow Connection, your A-OK DJ, clap, woo. T- can I seriously just write this down? <laughs> this is too hard for me. Yes, you can. <laughs> okay, it's MTV's glow MTV's connection. MTV's glow connection. Uh-huh. You can't spring this stuff on me. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> this is what you get. Your A O K D J. Your A O K D J. Uh-huh. Then I physically clap. clap. Physically I'm not clap. Writing, I'm not saying. You're not saying clap. clap. Physically okay. clap. And a big woo. Can I channel Ric Flair? Yes. Okay. This is MTV's Glow Connection. Your AOK DJ. Woo! How did I do? You did great. <laughs> just, just took a lot of working up to. 
right, we have Daisy trying on the glow crown. Okay, yeah, that was cute. Cheyenne Cher and Vicky Victory have some jokes. Stinky and Sneaky have some jokes. Roxy and Tiffany have some jokes. Zelda sells the shirts for the week. Johnny C with Hollywood and MTV. They are owed $10,000 for winning some tag team elimination match, I'm guessing on one of the episodes in between, and they beat up Johnny C for it. And now I close my glow notebook. I'm only going to open this notebook again for Ed's homework. For your gloat book? My gloat book. <laughs> so, you watched it. You suffered through it for me. Thank you so much. I just want to say to the listeners, I know I was definitely the plan B here. The the plan finish it up right didn't pan out, but uh, I hope I did okay for you guys, and I appreciate you listening. He, the educator took yacht right down the east coast. Can't believe he'd do such a thing. Bail I can't on us. believe he didn't invite me. Oh, fair. I mean, you, I get me. <laughs> okay, so to finish up. Who would you say you thought was best in the ring? That, like, you should be somewhere better than Glow? It's hard for me to pinpoint, like, just one person, especially mm. because I'm mostly just going to be inclined to pick my favorites. But I'm going to go with Daisy. Okay. Who did you absolutely hate? Oh, uh, Tiffany. Tiffany. 100%. <laughs> like, could not hate her more than I do. That laugh is going to haunt me for the rest of my life. That hot, I might put that as my grounds for divorce. Okay. When I get the lawyer. <laughs> and then, to be horrible, and I, I might be getting myself in trouble here, too. Who was the prettiest? The prettiest? I mean, it's it's hard because it's so 80s, but I guess I would go with Hollywood. Hollywood? My picks were... Hollywood... See, now I want to change my answer. Cheyenne Chair and Lightning. See, I barely even saw Lightning to yeah. see if she was attractive or not. Also, you pronounced my wife wrong. I did. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> Maddie and Educator got battling over Daisy for a little bit. Like, the more and more she was out there, the more and more it's like, I'm digging her. And then Widow, which you only saw in the briefly. All very briefly in a Life in the Glow House thing. She had a previous gimmick of dementia, which is like a Lizzie Borden all whacked out thing. And then all of a sudden she shows up in like more flattering gear and it's like, oh wow, she's actually really pretty. But yeah, um, definitely Hollywood or Daisy. I, I don't know, like I feel like Daisy just has more potential to really amp up her strength and have a more of a presence than she even had when I was watching her. Like, but I don't know. I also kind of really like the ditzy, the ditzy thing she's got to go. I don't mm. know. It's a tough choice on the, between those two for me. Hollywood, you can. T Hollywood <laughs> was in at, uh, pretty much every season. Went on to do more work in Hollywood. When she got this gimmick for Glow, she's like, "Wait, I gotta like figure out an outfit." So she went down to like a lingerie store in Vegas, bought a bunch of stuff. She's like, "Here." <laughs> Here's my receipt, guys. <laughs> Refund me. <laughs> but I always thought she was cool. She she definitely has like an it factor to her. Like, there really, she's got a charisma for sure. Yeah, she would have been good anywhere that she wanted to go. She sells soap now. As long as it doesn't smell like patchouli. I don't think it does. But all right, thank you so much, honey, for being part of this, closing it out. 
last house show for a while. Hopefully everything works out with Peacock. If not, then um, you'll hear us ranting down with the cock. I mean, I say that all the time. <laughs> I, you know what? I'll count that as our innuendo joke. It was not the show. <laughs> I was, I was going to just go right over it, but I'll count it. Uh, is there anything you would like to say at the end? Anywhere? I know you're not really like, on social media that much for stuff or any shout-out or anything like that. But you should definitely follow Declan X on the YouTubes. Mm-hmm. He wants so many more followers, and I swear, when I have time, I'll record more videos on there. Um, you can follow Elise Lisa on Twitter, uh, but again, you're just going to see a whole lot of things my kid liked on YouTube four or five years ago, as far as I know. And that's about it for me. Yeah, no shoutouts. Uh, I love you, Mom. <laughs> I wouldn't be here today if it weren't for you. <laughs> Like, literally. Well, actually, you wouldn't be here right now at this moment if not for that educator there. True. True. So, uh, you need new friends. I'm breaking up with them for you. Due to Tiffany Mellon's laugh. Okay, that's fair. Please pass that message along with my sincerest apologies. I love both the educator and treats very much up until this point, but I'm done with them now. I I think Tiffany Mellon's laugh is grounds for divorce. I think you'll get, I think you'll win that one. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to get the front house. From this friend breakup that I'm planning. Life in the glow friend house. Okay. No, no, no. Alright, thank you everyone for tuning into this last episode. Please continue to follow me on Thursdays. Go ahead and check out my social media at Mask Library, and you'll see the link for the new feed for Hellion's Talks, which starts next Thursday. First guest for that already lined up. Super excited for it. Don't want to give it away quite yet, but check social media for it. Thank you to uh, Retro Network for hosting us. Thank you to Ubi and Pluto for the content. Thank you to Jason Gerson for Reader for a logo. Another shout out to our friends at Odds with Wrestling who have been wonderful to me and to the show throughout all of this. And uh, follow us across the net at TRN House Show. That account, all those accounts will still be going across social media for our eventual comeback. And wow, I can't believe that's it for the show for a bit. More choked up. You okay? You can watch Glow to make yourself feel better. Can you? No, you can. Can okay. You can. I can go do anything else. (laughs) We give me a kiss later too if I don't feel good. Okay, because my usual co-host will not. Well, it's a good thing I'm breaking up with them for (laughs) now. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.